morning tip. Good afternoon. It is July 6, 2021. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will Limanos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy? What's going on, Will? Happy 4th of July. Uh, you know when you were a kid, you used to play Monopoly, maybe you didn't quite understand that Monopoly money was different from regular money. So you said, man, look at all this money. I'm going to be rich. Well, there was a bar that uh, here in Massachusetts that last Thursday accepted Monopoly money for food items. Wait, really? They were not allowed. You you might probably know this a little more of the restaurant. They, you're not allowed to do this with alcohol. But yes, if you brought your Monopoly money in from your game, you, you had to give it in and you could get a... I'm seeing there were definitely hot dogs. There were non-alcoholic uh, jello shots. Uh, just a whole bunch of different food. You get to get soda with it. And, of course, you could buy beer and alcohol as normal with, with normal money, but you could uh, you know get a little discount with your Monopoly money. Now, I haven't played in some time here, but what what sort of unit of measurement are we going by here? Because I remember the minimum being 100. It's not dollars, is it? Whatever. It's 100 Monopoly money dollars. I think you start <laughs> off with 1,000. Yeah, all right, my my point exactly here. So, uh, what does that get me? <laughs> does that is that is this a vending machine dollar still, or is this like getting me a meal that I have just any, you know, I just need to know what kind of bills am I reaching for out of this box? Am I breaking it at all? I'm I'm trying to look it up real quick. They uh, let's see, it's it's pretty affordable. Uh, you could pay five dollars of Monopoly money uh to get into the bar, uh. Then you could cash it in $10 for a hot dog, $20 for a non-alcoholic jello shot, and $50 to enter a raffle for some assorted swag. Also, is this just sacrificial money out of your Monopoly game, or you just you don't play this often? This is this is the use we're we're finding out of this. Or, or do you think you could sacrifice a couple? Like is the game losing a little bit now? There's a, there's a couple extra do- less dollars in the bank. I think you have to do it correctly. This this seems if you are doing this, uh, it just all right. Get in five, then you know you just want want a hot dog. I guess it gets a a Jello shot in the raffle. You're only looking at eighty five dollars in Monopoly money. So I think you could you could afford to just bring one one hundred, and I don't think that would ruin the game for you. All right. So last question. Anybody that's interested going to this bar, do they actually own? the Monopoly game or is it just us and older people? What do you mean? I mean, like, does anyone younger actually own the game of Monopoly? Oh, oh, <laughs> you know, I think, not or, owning or, board games or, and yeah, you, or is the target the app on your phone, but you don't own the actual game or is the target market old people? Uh, I think it's a combination. I don't think like, why would you throw a board game away unless you're missing a bunch of the pieces. I think that board games, they, they last a long time. Monopoly is definitely one of the most popular board games. All the different, all the different varieties. And like, like I said, you could have brought just one $100 Monopoly money. And that would, that would be fine for uh, you. You could try all of the things that you wanted to, that, that they had to offer. Bizarre story. I, I wonder if it worked. Is, is this the kind of thing you would want to see? see advertised towards you to get you to go to the bar or is this just a silly podcast story like would this work on you uh i, I could see be, being interested in a little bit the reason that the 
the the the restaurant or the the, the bar did this was it's in Worcester, Mass, and they're looking to make a local version of Monopoly. So, of course, you, you've seen it. Everyone's seen it. There, there's a Star Wars. I'm sure they have a Marvel one at this point, and, you know, New York City one. So they're looking to have a, have a Worcester one. So they wanted to do this to try to get on the radar to make sure that they got a got a got a square. Do you think you'd be more likely to go there if some college athlete was was advertising, "Hey, come here"? Because that mm. seems to be the new trend right now of just a bunch of money getting shelled out right now. College kids all over the place. Uh, which one's caught your attention the most of the, the partnership or the, the money m- amount? Uh, well, I got a, I got a whole bunch of them. So this just went into, a, into effect on July 1st. So we are less than a, than a week into this. And you're kind of seeing stuff from all, all over the place. Uh, one I saw today was there's a, a gym owner in Florida and he is interested in giving $500 a month to every Miami Hurricanes football player uh, on scholarship. So that that that's a that's a hefty uh, chunk of change for him to do. Uh, there's another one. It is it's a masterpiece son, uh, Hersey Miller. He signed the far and away the the biggest one that I've seen. Uh, he got one uh, worth $2 million over four years to a technology company called Web Apps America that I had never heard of. I, I think part of it, too, is, you know, that, that number jumps out at you. He's playing for Tennessee State. And as you might imagine, that's not necessarily a known powerhouse in college basketball. So he's not like a like a top recruit or anything like that. So that one definitely caught my eye. Then we got the Cavinder twins. Uh, they play for, uh, it's two, two women that play for Fresno state. They're, they're, they're twins. They got a deal with boost mobile. And so they were all pumped because they had, uh, there, there, there's a billboard of them in times square. So like, this has never happened before college athletes getting paid to be on billboards in times square. Um, I got I got some more if you want me to want me to keep I, going. I mean we're sure this works, right? What what do you mean? <laughs> I, I how much influence are these kids really having? <laughs> I mean it's it's make your money, get it. I, I'm just wondering if the owners like are you throwing money at these if, if you like if you're the gym owner right now, you're five hundred dollars to every Miami player? It definitely gets your uh, your your name out there. Yeah, I guess so. I guess we're talking about it, and if that's what you were trying to accomplish, I guess mission accomplished. I mean, that's all it is. Just how how can I get more people to talk about us or keep the attention or just let us know about this place? So I, I guess it did well, that. What I think is cool is uh, I'll go through a few more of these that they're they're so far all over the place, and I mean, it's not even on this list, but I saw or I heard a bunch of uh, athletes. Going on to uh, cameo, which that seems a yeah, easy we, one. I feel like we called that one. We we saw that was going to be a big one. That one makes sense because mm-hmm. that can be that could be what it is. It could be as, as little as nothing, as as expensive and rarity as as that. Like that makes a lot of sense. I think on the control of of each side, especially as you could do it. Sometimes you could not do it at all. It's it's uh I don't know that that seems yeah like an easy partnership. That you can, you can kind of control your own destiny with that. Uh, entirely but uh what what else else is out there 
we uh we have a couple of uh quarterbacks from from florida that uh have signed on as co-founders of dreamfield uh uh corporation it's a business built to help athletes pursue speaking events uh even even simpler one and just this is one of those things that if if you're kind of into college athletes or into athletics you realize they couldn't do this before but this just seems so simple and like really this couldn't happen a uh florida state offensive lineman is looking to just uh, raise money through a GoFundMe to help a friend uh, who suffers from an incurable disease that impacts nerves to his hands and feet to get him to uh, be able to go to one of their games this year. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Before, if you had a friend, you couldn't crowdsource money for him. That would be giving money to you, and that is a no-no, where now it's not even necessarily a business here. Uh, We got... That's a big uh, door. That's a big door player. that opens there. That's that's a big door though. That's that's awesome. Like that's really yeah right. I mean, that's a really big shift. I feel like we talk about all of this of are they actually getting paid? But it was it's it's a little bit more than just them actually receiving payment and being worth a certain value. It's being able to generate certain things. And I mean, like that should have never been an issue. But there was no way you could draw the line before. And now that this is gone, that line's gone, and it just, just makes life so much easier and simpler. Uh, we have uh, Jordan Bohannon, who I don't know if we necessarily talked about it, but he was the, I'm going to call it the, the the main guy last year who was really pushing for, hey, we as athletes, as college athletes, we need some rights. He was really pushing out ahead. So he, uh, this weekend, 4th of July, got a paid appearance at an Iowa City fireworks shop. We're going to have a little bit of competition because he's looking to monetize his podcast as well as he's looking to partner with a local cryotherapy company. So a couple of options there. Uh, some Nebraska volleyball players are selling branded sweatshirts. Uh, Dante Allen from uh, the Kentucky basketball team, he, July 1st, came out and he's selling T-shirts. Uh, it's got Dante Allen, big block letters, got a picture of him holding the ball, just kind of kind of yelling. Uh, five members of the Jackson State football team signed a deal with three Kings grooming products. I mean, the, wow. the list just keeps going on and on. I saw a bar stool uh, came out and said, if any athletes are interested in partnering up with us to at any level, we are interested. And that wasn't even, I don't even think a lot of those were, uh, were for money. It was just, Hey, I'm just a, you know, a linebacker. You never heard of me. I play, uh, you know, in, in the Mac, but, I like what you guys are doing. Can you send me some swag? And it's like, that's right. You are not allowed to give college athletes things before. We're now, it's no, it doesn't have to be million dollar, multi-million dollar deals. It could just be, hey, it'd be really cool if I could get a free sweatshirt. Yeah. If you, in Barstool's, if you're cool with that partnership, that's that's awesome. You could do that now. It's just something simple like that. Uh, and this is less than a week. That makes a lot more sense to me from Barstool's point of view. I mean, I'm sure there are some athletes that they will shell out some money for, but for the majority of them, if it's just like, all right, yeah, cool, you just want to, you know, sync up our followers and just grow everything, that's that's cool too. That's that's profitable on both ends. Uh, it's uh, it, it it's just cool how quickly guys are doing different things. I haven't seen any missteps yet where they, you know, an athlete tried to do something that was against their, their school rules or just w- whatever it, it could be. I'm sure there'll be something down the line, but for, for right now, 
it just seems like there are a bunch of companies and entities that had money looking to market themselves. And now there's an ability for the athletes to be able to get paid with it being all, all uh, on the, on the books, all how it's supposed to. And I, I saw a lot of uh, tweets that day saying, Oh, look at that. College athletes are making money and the sun still rose, still sets everything. <laughs> it didn't fall apart. Oh, who would have thought? Do you, do you think our, uh, commercial schedule programming is going to improve now that athletes are allowed to be in these commercials a little bit more frequently. Like, is every ad going to be new now during the, the March Madness tournament? Like, we're just going to see each, oh, player, each player cut between? <laughs> I think we're still going to get the same commercials over and over again. Well, I don't know. I just I just feel like there's there's a new market of availability for a lot of people right now. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely see some interesting ones. I, I guess I'm more curious about the people the sports that nobody's ever going to talk about that are kind of taking advantage of this opportunity. Like that's pretty cool for a lot of them. You know, if you're just, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to degrade like all this. It's not, it's not at all just the same, same reason about like, Oh, what, how do we split up all the money? It's like, well, if you're able to make it, you're able to make it. Like what, what does it matter? That, that, that's what I think. And for sure, regular college students, some people are hustling and trying to make money and doing whatever it takes. And for sure, some of it takes some luck and other students are not interested in that avenue at all. So I think that's fine for the, for the athletes to do the same thing. There's for sure some that are the, they're very much exposed. They're in the, in the, in the mainstream, you know, it's going to be a little easier for them, but there's going to be some other guys that are going to figure out some cool ways to make money. And I'm sure that they're going to, some of them will, will help each other out and they'll get together. And I think that it's, it, it's cool that they're able to, able to do this now. Yeah. How many of these athletes are never going to go on to make a dollar athletic wise after college? Most like, of them. Like this is it. This is their, this is your little payday here. And then keep going to class. <laughs> I don't know. You know, just maybe, maybe you want to stay in college more. Maybe, maybe you don't leave after one year. <laughs> that is going, it's definitely going to be interesting with some of the guys that are a little more on the fence of, okay, if I go into the league, I can for sure, you got the guaranteed NBA money, but is there less of a, I have to go because I need to make money for myself. I, I, I need to help my family out. I need, you know, whatever the, the reason is where now it's okay. I have some other income coming in and I can hold off on the, on the millions because I'm making thousands of dollars right now. Yeah, you saw Houston got the number one pick. I don't want to go there or something like that, right? Yeah, that's enough for reason. I'll just stay here. I'm not not making money. <laughs> I, 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 it's going, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I agree with you. It's, it's something to think about, and it, it's now st- like actual competition for. Uh, we, we talk about the G League for the NBA, on how that's, that's kind of another option. Like if you wanted to just get paid from high school to this this is an alternative but now now there's competition this is great though this is good for everyone everyone can just make more money we're all just gonna pay for it <laughs> i think that's cool is you you as a i think as a consumer don't have to if you don't want to but i do think it's cool now if i was a kentucky fan if i'm buying if I, you know i like dante allen he he definitely had some some games last year he's a he could be a streaky three-point shooter it's like oh man Dante had six threes today. I would love to walk around with a Dante Allen shirt knowing that this just doesn't go to some guy that kind of, it's kind of shady. It's like, no, no, you just buy it right from, right from Dante Allen, from the, 
the sports store that he partnered with, and you know he's going to get a get a cut of it. Now, former college athletes are allowed to profit off this as well, right? Like, is is Trey Young allowed to sell his own jersey now? I believe he would have been able to before, not not before when he was in school, but I think once you once you're out of school, you can you could profit off your image and likeness anyway, because then you're you're a professional. Oh, I feel like I don't see that often. I think it's because it gets it gets roped right in with you have officially licensed NBA jerseys, so you can't come up with Atlanta Hawk Trey Young jerseys. But he could for sure do his his own thing on the side. But it could just be, you know, what your own merchandise. There's, I mean, you you, you actually you for sure see some guys that have brands. You know, Kawhi's got his brand, KD's got his brand. You could buy merchandise from them. I would say consider that the kind of the equivalent. Yeah. Well. It's a big change. It's a big change. Uh, I don't know if you heard the the big breaking news of the day that Patriots Nikhil Harry has requested a trade. It took over all the headlines. It like interrupted all the programming on ESPN. I don't know if you saw the breaking news. Just this big old banner on the bottom. You know. <laughs> How could you miss it? I know. I, th- this was weird that this was even news to us. Is I think it's weird that it's even being mentioned on the podcast. I think it's weird that he thinks that anyone's gonna care. I I, I think. I think we're. Do you think we're going to trade him? I, I've got the impression that we're just going to cut him, and he can do whatever he wants. I, I hope that we can get something for him, but it's not exactly like he's a a Pro Bowl guy. That when you normally see a guy requesting a trade, this is a guy that would be going into his third year that has not really wowed anybody. He for sure had injuries the first year, but we added a couple of receivers. So the, uh, the thought was if he you know, was stays or stayed that he was going to be competing for the fourth or fifth role. So if, if he was really good, he probably wouldn't have to compete for that. His, his agent saying that it's purely a opportunity situation, but sounds like he didn't get the opportunity here. Cause he wasn't good enough. He he's back of the line. <laughs> That, that's kind of how, how I feel about it. What I don't like is another item of news out of the Patriots camp that is not good. I feel like we went decades with anything. Any news that came out was pretty much always good, and we were winning, and it was fun, and now it's <laughs> we're not winning, and now we have our highest probably drafted wide receiver in years he, coming into his third year says, nope, I don't want to be here. It seems like we just have a lot of guys saying, I don't want to be here, and it's concerning. I'm ready to package him and Gilmore for uh, for Aaron Rodgers. Are you? Do you think they'll they'll pick up the phone? I don't think they will. I don't think as they well will. as that is the one thing I saw after this. They put this at the, the very end of the article. Uh, Mac Jones did officially sign his uh, his contract today. So I saw it, it was not unexpected, years? but it locked in. Four years? Yep. Uh, and, uh, uh, fifth year option. And are, are we sure? You're sure? We've seen enough? Oh, I, th- I think this is... I, I think it's similar to, to the NBA where it's pretty standard of th- this is your this is your rookie deal. Yeah, well, I don't really have a whole lot of other news. I just thought that Nikhil Harry's announcement was really funny. You typically don't hear many requests in the NFL to begin with, let alone somebody of uh, 
I guess a disappointing caliber. I mean, I don't want to talk trash about him, especially if he's not on the team anymore. But uh, whatever, it is what it is. It just made me laugh a little bit that I, I just feel like Keith thinks it's us, and yet we think it's him. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out because I don't think it's us. Do you think it's us? I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't we think for sure had like... struggles at, at at quarterback, but. Yeah, we'll see how this it, one plays it's, out. <laughs> it's 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 a com- you know it's a combination of both, but it, it seems so strong to be asking for a trade. All right, we're twenty one minutes into the podcast right now, and we haven't talked to any NBA basketball. Did you know that the NBA finals are on, and it's July? Like normally, we have nothing to talk about right now, and here we are just casually getting to this. It, it was weird on the Fourth of July, watching a game rather than watching your phone for for Woj bombs yeah yeah it yeah i mean i i joked that 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 was never gonna happen again like you're never gonna be at a slip and slide summer party with an nba playoff game on it's, it's never no. gonna happen again i sure hope not because that would mean some sort of pandemic or major event that delays the season and i hope that doesn't doesn't happen again yeah well we got a game coming up tonight's the night it's gonna be phoenix milwaukee Giannis is questionable to play, which was the big upgrade today. It was the second breaking news after Nikhil Harry. And I don't know what to expect. Is this going to be an Anthony Davis thing where he goes out there and this is clearly a bad idea? Or, you know, the other other thing with Giannis is I don't know how he's not James Harden. Like he can't play out there with one leg or one, you know, whatever injury he has right now and, and control the game with his passing and his shooting. Like I feel like once you take away his athleticism, I don't really know where he fits in anymore. And I'm worried that they're gonna like force and play through this this hero ball thing of tough Giannis, and it's gonna end up almost hurting them that he's not at a hundred percent. Is that is, that a, think is that a rightful concern? It's it's definitely a concern. I'm wondering, different from Harden, because I agree with what what we were saying there, but with him his skill set could you more have him out there on offense a little bit as a decoy but still as a defensive threat he's still big he's still lanky you don't know how well he's gonna be able to move side to side with the uh, with the knee injury but a little more of a maybe like a clint capella sort of role of hey you're gonna be running some some pick and rolls and you're just kind of going to the hoop but you're just a rim runner and a rim protector just Focus on that and a reduced role. We'll keep Middleton and Holiday played great uh, the last game against the Hawks. And just those guys are going to carry the offensive load. You're going to be out here helping us on defense. That sounds like the way he should be playing anyways. Let's get the ball out of his hands almost entirely. He's set up for every single basket. So, But he's got to be able to play defense. We kind of just act like, yeah, if he sticks on offense, that's okay. But... Like if he's not able to do that, I imagine he's going to struggle on the other end. If he's able to play defense, I I think there's value for him in this series. But I worry that if he's struggling on defense and just a non-factor on offense, that there's just they're better off playing someone else that might actually be able to put the ball in the hoop. And it's the finals. Like you're you got a shot here. Like I get why he wants to play. Oh, it, it, got it a has chance. to just be. It has to be eating him up, especially with some of the the disappointing exits the past couple of years. 
of you're finally there, but you're banged up. And it, it, I'm, I'm hearing he's getting round the clock uh, attention on his knee, which makes sense. It just, it's it, mentally, it's got to be such a struggle of you are focused. You, you so much want to play, but your body is just not there. Or it went from doubtful to questionable. So there, there, there's a chance. I, I think it's good that if he's questionable today, for if he doesn't play today, maybe he's moving in the right direction and it's not just a complete, he won't play at all. It might, might have a chance. I, I don't think there could be any, I wouldn't play him tonight. I would just see what, like, what if you win tonight without him? I mean, you could also get crushed tonight without him. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it, who, who knows? I'm just saying, what if, what if you got, what if you got crushed anyways? What if this was just first game Phoenix comes out hot? Like why, why even, <laughs> I would just test the waters a little bit. I mean, Phoenix has been kind of a weird team all year. The, the, each series, I feel like they're in complete control one game and another game. It's like, whoa, it's, are we crazy for really buying into Phoenix? And then the next thing you know, they're, they're here again. They're, we're in the finals. They should somehow halfway through the series, we don't trust them. And then it's like, well, maybe we should have trusted them. So we'll see what happens with them. I, I think both these teams could show up in a variety of different ways. They're, they're very inconsistent. I think shooting wise, very streaky shooters. Did I, you see that not only have both these franchises uh, either never won a championship or it's been uh, a, a very long time, but I believe that uh, no, no player on any, either of the team has won a championship. I don't think there's any so disappointment for everyone. I don't think there's any disappointment for either of these teams. I think both of them had goals of getting to the NBA finals and winning. And I don't think either of these teams will go home disappointed. Like, I don't want to hear if, if an injured Giannis struggles in a finals game. There's like, yeah, Giannis isn't good enough to win a championship. I don't want to hear that anymore. Like it's, it's, it happened. He had a chance to do this. I don't think you get to make the, the argument anymore. He could be awful and get swept in these four games. And I'm, I'm still going to say like, this guy got a team to the NBA finals. And, and and if he was healthy, I who, I think it's a it's a fair argument that he could have won. Uh, so are you saying no asterisk? No, no, not at all. No asterisk at all. I, I these are these are good teams. I I think there are better teams in the league, but I don't think these were bad teams. Now, if Atlanta snuck in, I would have been like, yeah, maybe maybe this was a little off year because I don't think anyone had Atlanta coming into the playoffs as even a threat. I think we had Milwaukee as a threat. I think we had Phoenix as a Definitely. threat. So no asterisk. I'm I'm good with it. I think Booker's a big name. I think Chris Paul, Giannis, these are big names. Drew Holiday, what would he just win sportsmanship of the year or whatever one of these years? Like that's that's good for the NBA. There, there's guys out there. This is this is fine. Now the, I'm I'm waiting for uh, Coach Bud though to do something crazy. I, I don't know what his <laughs> first script is. Crazy be. good or crazy terrible? I don't know. I don't know what he's gonna do. This Giannis injury <laughs> makes better. I feel like he has some crazy plan with this Giannis injury, and it might be genius to just use him as a decoy, like you said, and run the offense without him, you know, without, like, just using him differently as more of a, a finisher rather than, like, a playmaker, because I, I think that's their weakness right now is when Giannis is trying to isolate from the top. If you get rid of that, maybe maybe this unlocks, like, the way they should have been playing. I don't know. Who knows? I think... I think Phoenix is going to win either way. Uh, I just think Chris Paul is going to control the series. You got any other predictions? I'm kind of going to leave it at that. 
you you're you're saying that, but aren't we kind of right at the point where Chris Paul just injures himself, or is he finally going to make it all the way through? It always seems like oh, Chris Paul's right in the right spot. He's going to do it, and then oh, something goofy happens. Now he's hurt, and now we're dealing with a with a with another injury. I think he still is hurt. I don't think he's ever healthy. I don't think he'll ever be a hundred percent healthy again. But there's a willpower in this playoff specifically that he he I, don't, I just don't think he's going to allow his team to lose. Did you watch the last game? Like the last time we saw the the elimination game? Like that was that's that's the kind of game he needs to have at least one more time. It just I'm taking you over, we're closing this out, we're going to the finals. I don't care what the other team does. This is what I'm doing. Nobody can stop. How, if if Giannis does come back, how many flop charges does Chris Paul take on Giannis? Is it Oh, the over under one and a half uh, per game. Under, I'll say under. I don't think he's getting in the way. I I think that's part of staying staying healthy in this series is doing less of those silly things, and just staying on the court. Oh, I'm not talking about the Kemba Walker. Like I'm taking on a freight train at, at the hoop. I'm talking about. Oh, I'm dribbling up the court. I zigzag in front of you, and I fall down. Oops. The Kyle uh, Lowry special. Oh, the Kyle Lowry, the slowdown where you just kind of bend your back over and not, dribble lower. <laughs> not specifically that one, but all the things in that category. Well, I don't think Chris Paul is ever going to stop being Chris Paul. If you're if you're asking him to some somehow show a different uh, basketball etiquette out there, I don't think this is the point or stage where he's just suddenly going to realize that nobody likes when he does any of that stuff. I, I think he's going to be his same old self. He's going to be whining to the okay. referees nonstop. I think he's going to just control the pace of this game, and I think Milwaukee really struggles at controlling the pace. Drew Holiday, when he does it, is exceptional at it, but they don't always let him do it. And this team goes in and out of shooting funks all the time. Like, they struggle to find someone to score on this team almost every series getting to this point. So I think that's just going to catch up to them. I think when it's all said and done... (laughs) Booker's had a little bit more time to recover for that broken nose and maybe a little bit more time to get used to shooting with a mask on. And Chris Paul's had more time, too. I, I think that's only benefiting Phoenix right now, where I think it's just rushing Definitely Giannis. Helps. It's just rushing Giannis right now. It's to race against time. Uh, all right. Any predictions for you? I'm going to go with Phoenix in five. Uh, Phoenix in six. Man, I hope so. I mean, I hope Giannis is healthy. I could have a completely different Me opinion too. if he comes out healthy. This could easily be a hell of a matchup. I'm I'm just concerned it's gonna be like Saturday where Trey Young comes back. It's like, okay, cool. Trey's coming back. But you're not getting hundred percent Trey. You're getting okay, well, if we lose, this is over. So as long as I'm not gonna destroy my body, if I need a month to recover, but I, I have time. But I mean, he he did not play well. Uh, you know, only only fourteen points. Didn't didn't hit a three. Zero for six. Just I mean, six for seven from the line is good. Uh, nine assists, but five turnovers. Just just not a good good game. And I, I don't blame it on on him. Just you, you're hurt. You're, you're doing the best you can. But I hope we don't get a. Giannis comes back, tries to do things, and it just it, it's clearly not there. Well, Atlanta had hurt even more where I, I think Milwaukee has some function without Giannis. Uh, it's not nearly as good, but Atlanta without Trey, that's that's a piece I don't think that's nearly as removable. Like That's a different team without Trey. 
Uh, and I don't want to take anything away from Atlanta. I mean, the injury was terrible. It was They had a chance. I don't know if they would have won even with Trey out there. But, I mean, who, who knows at this point? I feel like we're all second-guessing everything about Atlanta. I, we, I just feel like we could say a lot of nice things about this season. What, what a successful season for them. I don't know where it goes from here. This may be uh, just an off year of weird matchups and some convenient injuries as they faced along the way, but it also might be the start of something. Maybe Trey Young is, is one of those guys. Maybe maybe he's one of them. Uh, we, we'll, we'll find out. I don't, I don't think Atlanta's going to have as much of the success they did this year, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, that's about all the basketball talk we got for today. Is there any other stories you really want to get to uh, finals-wise? Uh, I don't think so. You know, game one's tonight, so uh, probably while people, people are listening to this, oh. they're already going to know the uh, know the results of it. Oh, uh, I, I forgot to write this. I just want to do one quick shout-out to uh, – uh, that that was Marv Albert's last game. Uh, so that's 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 gone. That's <laughs> That seems a little weird. I know we talked about that earlier, and we've already kind of made our opinions about him and said a whole bunch of nice things, but uh, that's really not going to happen anymore. That seems a little weird to finally uh, live with a little bit. Yeah, definitely <laughs> going to have to be some 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 new voices. Uh, yeah, I wonder who it's going to be. I wonder, you know, whatever years down the road, and we're like, oh yeah, he's been he's been doing it forever. Like, who's going to be the next guy if there ever is another guy quite like Marv Albert? Uh, I, I think it's tricky because as a broadcaster, you can do it for so long. So he started when he was young, like some of these other guys, and there's no young guys to, to, to replace them. I can think of, uh, of Ryan Rucco. He's pretty young, but besides that, no one immediately comes to mind where, okay, they've been doing this since their 20s, so you, you're able to do it for as long as Marv Albert did it. Yeah. Marv, Marv had a kind of like a letterman almost sense of humor too, that he was just kind of a fan nerd. And I, I, I just, I, I like Marv. I think it was the right excitement. It was a relatable excitement and fandom. I think with basketball, that was just easy to listen to um, as well as just easy to work with too. I mean, how many guys did he work with? I feel like he's got a different guy and every one of these highlights we're, we're going through in these. I've seen some recent ones on online right now. <laughs> when, when you're there for that long, it has to be a lot of different partners. Yeah. Uh, all right. Speaking of being there for a long time right now, Fourth of July was this past weekend here, and Joey Chestnut did what Joey Chestnut does, and I, I more just want to talk about of he's literally racing himself. This is not a competition anymore. I don't even know why anyone even shows up. I don't know why it is a competition. He could just be the only guy on stage, and we could just see how many he could do on his own because this isn't a competition. This is just Joey Chestnut trying to break Joey Chestnut's record of the year before. And I don't know if that's good. This is this isn't a competition. Oh, was this his seventeenth win? Fourteenth uh, time. Fourteenth in fifteen years. And he set the record this time, beating his record last year again, which beat I think his record before that. I I don't know. It's it's absurd because I think second place yeah, it's, was it's more to do with whether it's it's more competitive on whether he's going to beat his record than it is if he is going to beat somebody else like that's you're exactly right the competition is with his previous self do you do you have the second place i want to say second place he did 76 i think and second place was maybe 50 something it was 50 50 i mean yeah because he had had, had 26 more than the second place finisher 
which I, I mean, I don't know what the box score of eating competitions generally says, but to me, that seems like a lot. I don't think I could do 26 hot dogs in that allotted time. It's 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't think I could do 26 hot dogs just in general. In a month. <laughs> that seems like a lot of food. No, it, it, I have no interest in being in, a, in any eating contest. All right, but do you think they need to make an adjustment to this competition? Or is this just a competition that he's the only one that cares about in the world? Like, I feel like I need to give a pep I, talk I think to someone. I people care about there. it because there, there's other eating competitions, but the hot dog, that is for far and away the most famous one. He has other records, but you, you don't know what they are. You know that he's the, the hot dog champion. Well, we need to put some energy out there right now to get him some competition. It's not that I even want to see him knocked off. I just want to see him challenged, and he just keeps breaking records, which also is, I guess, kind of what I want. I just... I want to I want to actually be enticed to watch this again with the possibility of being like, yeah, Chestnut might not win this year because I haven't watched the last couple of years because why, why would you? Like, what do I need to go see? I think it's, it's, kind, of a, it's kind of a gross competition anyways. It's not even a competition. It, it, it's a blowout every time, and I wonder if it is just it's a, like a death spiral of he keeps winning by so much so less and less people even compete. It's like, well, what am I going to compete in the hot dog eating contest? Joey's going to destroy everyone in that. I'm going to focus on the the sauerkraut eating contest. Try to win that one. <laughs> I, I couldn't have think of a, a grosser eating competition than sauerkraut. <laughs> we uh, we could use some good microphones for that one. Some uh, get get up get up nice and close with that. <laughs> Maybe what we need is. A young, young up and comer, a brash young up and comer, and you kind of go the, the 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 boxing route. You just you just create a lot of noise, a lot of attention beforehand, and you, you, uh, even uh, you spread rumors. You do whatever you got to do. It's like, oh, did you hear about this this young guy coming up? I don't know. I heard at an unofficial event he he went for eighty. I, I think he might give him a run for his money. I also think Joey Chestnut might just be this freak of nature that picked this perfect career path for him that no one else could have picked, chosen, or been nearly as successful at. Like, he just might be that one in a million that just synced up with this. Is he the greatest athlete of our generation? <laughs> Ryan Rosillo next. <laughs> 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 Uh, all right, we got a couple topics here. We got twenty minutes left. Uh, we'll try to keep it a little light and fun here, or less less food talk here. Uh, we got a good Yankee story. Yankees following up with a a bat Batgirl request. Uh, sixty years, finally, uh, finally getting to that to do list, huh? And that was uh all the way down at the bottom here. How how did we get here? And how old is this person actually? If they waited sixty years to finally do this, so the Yankees. Struggles continue, and that that's not fun. And so I think they're looking for some good karma and thinking, well, what can we do? And you know, like you said, went down the list. A uh, a woman, Gwen Goldman, was uh, was ten years old when she wrote a request uh, asking, "Is in 1961 if she could be the the the, the Batgirl for for the Yankees?" And they wrote back and said, "We don't think that." The dugout is the appropriate place for a, for a 10-year-old girl. And basically said, like, no, no girl is allowed. But now, much later, 
probably long overdue. She got to go uh, down the uh, down the, the pinstripes and got to be the uh, the Batgirl for for the game uh, last week. Hey, success, dream dream come true. If only they were Threw good the this year. Threw out the first pitch, got to tour the clubhouse, meet the players, meet the coaches, pose for pictures uh, with uh, the players and the umpires. Like get, got got to do, I think everything that you you'd want to do in uh, in this role. Except watch the Yankees win. Well, that's just <laughs> that's what we're all looking for. So that uh, you know. What if she said no? Doing... What if she said no? Like, no, I'll wait. Can I do it next year? <laughs> I've waited sixty years, but I'll do one more. I'll pass on this one. This is. <laughs> so you're not I, I think good. when you've been waiting this long, you're, you're 70 years old. You got to you got to take the opportunity. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I just <laughs> I wonder in the back of her mind, she's like, yeah, I had to wait for them to be this bad for them to, you know, get to my request here. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is where I this is where their priorities weigh here. This is my level of importance. I could never be valued any more than this year. <laughs> Uh, it, it's never uh, i don't know what quote this is from but it you know it's never too late late to do the right thing yeah i'm sure that's a thing it's definitely a quote I've definitely come across it i i apologize i don't know who who said it but you know try to try try to do the right thing and you know she got her got opportunity she had had the letter pinned on her bulletin board for this long so clearly it, you know it mattered to her so to get the opportunity, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a feel good story. All right, that's enough Yankee talk though. I don't know I don't know if we can handle any more baseball on this podcast. So let's talk some flying cars. Back to the future. We've all seen it. Instantly amazed by this all the time. Flying cars look so cool. I, I don't know I don't know if it'll ever happen. I don't know if it's even a good idea. But apparently there's a prototype. Someone's in someone's in work already. Now can we actually see this? Is it like a video? There is a video. All right, tell me more. I'm called, interested. It is called Air Car One Word Prototype One, and it made its flight test uh, between two cities. It was in the air for for 35 minutes. The, uh, the 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 prototype here can go 118 miles an hour in the air. Uh, down the line, they're hoping that it'll be more like. 186 180 miles an hour wow. with a range of 600 plus miles that'll be the the prototype two so this is still still early on i watched the video of it it from certain angles because it does have wings in the air so from but from certain angles when you can't see the wing where it just blends right in it does kind of look just like a car it's flying flying through the air like it's pretty pretty, pretty unique and then when it lands uh, takes about three minutes. The wings fold up and back, and the fin in the back moves up to make it smaller. And they show it on the highway. It would for sure stick out, but but it's a flying like, car. There, there's no wings. You could, you can drive it on on the road. It is possible. It's a flying car. Who cares how it looks? Yeah. It it flies. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Like, are, are you really telling me you're going to turn down a car on on its appearance because it can fly? I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to do my best to to describe it because that was one of the things I was most interested in. Of, okay, you're calling us a flying car. Can it? Can it do both? Or is it? 
an airplane that technically you could have on the road. It's, no, I, I would agree that it is a flying car that does both. Yeah, I, I say ex- I'm excited about this whole flying car thing, but the self-driving car sounds so much better. I don't want to learn how to fly a car. I don't know. I don't, what's that? What would you be more comfortable with? Having just a robot drive me, just getting back at the Uber and just giving the directions and the self-driving car takes me to my destination. What if the flying car was also self-driving? Yeah, that sounds great, but I'm going to take some time on really trusting this technology before I let, let alone me drive or a human drive, a robot drive. <laughs> like, there has to be steps to this. Like, don't you want the self-driving car to be on land first? <laughs> you know, I don't need to take two risks combined into one here. Less things to run into up in the air. A <laughs> lot of people doing a lot of crazy things on the ground. Maybe. I'm, I'm just imagining running doing, running into a bunch of drones <laughs> cross country. That could be a concern. Take a nice stroll through I, over I the... don't know how the, the protocol... I imagine it'd have to be similar to if you were taking a uh, a private plane out. You'd have to get clearance beforehand and a flight path. And I don't know exactly everything that goes into that, but have to let air traffic control know that hey, I'm going to be up here. I'm going to be doing stuff. Yeah, are, are you are you allowed to like take off in the backyard? Like you find a big enough parking lot and you can queue up the runway. <laughs> like just, I don't think so. Just, I think, I, 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 and if I'm not mistaken, uh, with drones, certain size drones and certain places, you have to get approval, don't you? Technically, you need a license if you're going to profit off the drone in any way. And profit off the drone is a specific wording. So if even if you wanted to just use it on social media and you were profiting followers that would count as a profit and you would need a license to do that. So if you're basically, if you're going to share any of your drone footage, you need a drone license and there's technicalities. They're considering getting followers to be profit. Yes. That, that, that seems odd. I hadn't, I hadn't heard that. I'm just wondering how you, how you legally say that because I, I never thought of that as profit. If you share these, if you share the drone footage of anything, it's considered for profit essentially. Like there's there's definitely loopholes and you can fight it, but I'm telling you, you're better off just getting the damn license and just not arguing <laughs> with this because you're not. Even if you win, they're gonna get yeah. you on the next one. It's gonna like it doesn't matter. <laughs> you're gonna have to fight every single one. Yeah. So there's there's definitely there there's some loopholes with uh there's weight and size, and then certain drones have uh height limitations. They can't go quite as high as others. So some of the smaller mm-hmm. ones, that because they can't go as high, I think in certain areas you do not need the license because you can only go so high. Uh, but don't quote me on that. I, I feel much safer giving the advice of if you could profit off it or planning on sharing this video in any way, you need a drone license. And it's it's not the hardest thing to acquire either, but you, you do need to do it. It does take a class, and it does cost money. So that's Mm-hmm. There's your your little drone 101 here. I've looked into oh, okay. it. I just I never really never really had the greatest use for it. Like I thought I'd be using it for more real estate stuff at some point, but it the license is a factor, and then it's kind of an expensive electronic thing to learn. It's kind of like learning skateboard, but with uh, much more expensive electronics. Like you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna I imagine you're gonna screw up a lot before you get it right, <laughs> and it's it's not an easy redo. 
I got to imagine too, the main thing from the drone are is pictures and video from above and for a potential home buyer, I'm not thinking those are the angles that they really even care about. Assuming you're not looking at roof damage or some sort of way to fix something just in general. It's, it's just advertising. I'd probably rather pay a college athlete, but you know, it's, it's an option. Some people choose to spend yeah, their I, money. How they spend their money. I, I, I hear you. So, yeah, I don't know. Self-driving cars, though, that sounds it sounds awesome. I still love like the Jetsons life. Like you have you seen the Jetsons, right? I mean, I know you didn't have a TV growing up. Oh, but long, long, long time ago. Long time ago. I, that just seems. I don't know why. For whatever reason, in my mind, it was always like, yeah, we'll get there at some point. I can't imagine what that would look like in Williamstown here. Like, what what does a futuristic Williamstown look like? The same. <laughs> I think that the self-driving cars make more sense than the than the flying cars. Yeah, I don't want to drive anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm over it. Well, I think you still got a little ways to go. I don't think you're quite out of the woods on, on that, but I don't think it's too far away. Yeah, I we need this stuff to get invented so it can go from like obviously not affordable to. You know, five years down the road, mildly affordable, and then to 10 years down the road, affordable. I wonder if it'll, as we're going, it won't be, I'm going to buy a self-driving car. It's just, I just rent, you you rent one the same way you kind of rent an Uber now. Yeah, I think that's why. A self-driving car drives to your house, picks you up, brings you wherever you're going, and then it doesn't just sit in the parking lot. It's picking other people up until you need to get picked up again. I think it could be even better. I think it could be scheduled, like bus stops almost. (laughs) Just, you know, I mean, it doesn't have to be commuter. I mean, just more of like, all right, I need you. I go to work same time every day. Just show up right here, same time every day. I don't know. And then you could even, as whether it's Uber or a different company, could even get better about it saying, you know, if you want to work nine to five, like majority of people do. There's a surge pricing, but if you're cool with getting in at eight o'clock and leaving at four, you can save X amount of dollars and it wonderful it's like spread people out. Man, I saw at fourth of July some of my friends posting some of their Uber pricing on, on the fourth. Ooh man, so pricey. These holidays, man. Just, just stay home. Not even worth taking an Uber. It's the, the ten times the normal Uber price is not worth partying that much. I don't care how good of a night it is. Uh, that's that's some crazy stuff, man. I saw some guys paying like a hundred plus dollars for Uber ride homes. Just <laughs> pricey. <laughs> think he's better off walking. Y- you would think that, but if you've had enough, you know, beverages, <laughs> maybe you should just go home and <laughs> stay out of trouble. Well, just think with the with the pandemic, you went over a year without paying for Uber at all. So I think you got some some money, you know. In, in the bank ready right. to go so you can have a couple of uh i'm gonna call them more premier nights where you do have to deal with that surge pricing yeah yeah i guess it's just more of a in the back of my mind i know how much it should cost and i know how much it's costing just for these hours like tomorrow the next day it's gonna go back to what it, it used to cost uh all right speaking of updates right now we need a backflip update we hung out again this past weekend slip and slide party was great uh, uh, my first time attending. Weather was not ideal. We we kind of partied through, literally partied through it. Uh, but there was not a backflip attempt. 
because of weather climate is what I'm being told right now. What what are you willing to tell the listeners? Weather was terrible. It was 60s and raining. It was it was a glorified mud pit in a lot of spots. Uh, we did have more people go down the slide than than I anticipated. Even got Will to go down the down the slide later on, but it was not the uh, the ideal conditions for uh, for for backflip. There were, there were too many people. There was too much partying. That was that was not the the correct time. I think Friday would have been the best, but in just my head, it was going to get nicer, but it just didn't really happen. So I got pretty dinged up going down the slip and slide. I have a huge bruise on my on my elbow. So. Well, uh, we'll have to see how it continues. I, after seeing your 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 GoPro going down the going down the slip side, I think I am gonna have to. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna 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 wait for you to be here, or if I do get it, and I'm gonna have to do it again so we can get it with that GoPro and really get all those angles because that was that was really cool. <laughs> Sounds like he's delaying it a little bit more, but it's all right. I will wait patiently. I think the listeners will wait also. They love hearing the updates of excuses. It's uh, it's really starting to add up. Well, you know, I I think that when I was the winner, you you had some some delays, and I didn't realize that you just wanted to delay it because it's one of those things you don't want to think about because it's a loss, and I kind of I <laughs> underestimated that aspect of it. It's all right, it's all right, it's gonna happen, and it's either gonna be an epic disaster or a successful, awesome-looking video that will make look super cool. I still think the front flip strategy is the way to go, and we just edit that. Just, just reverse the footage. I, I, I don't think I'm going to be any better at a front flip than a back flip. I, I think being able to see where you're going seems a lot easier, but I, I can't do either, so don't take advice from me. Have you been researching at all? Has this been updated practice uh, on something? Is there? Well, we do have the, the mattresses now. That so is... that makes it much more likely than just doing it on the ground. Well, all right. Well, we'll have to wait There's and see. Some safety. We got to get some safety. We, we may have, a, have to establish some sort of timetable here, or at least maybe a negotiation option of uh, maybe some compromising punishments. I thought we said it had to happen before uh, before basketball started again. I'm, I'm fine with that. I've, I've received some complaints from the listeners that apparently I don't put enough pressure on you doing this in a timely manner and i told them exactly what you just said that you gave me all the time in the world when my ankle injury took a whole year to do the jackie moon thing so uh i'm, I'm certainly not pushing you but the listeners you know i think they're just they just want to see you make a fool of yourself like they saw me make a fool of myself so don't be bullied by them uh, yeah don't 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 they all you know what <laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens i don't see them winning the uh the, the bracket tournament yeah, uh, we got about a minute left here, and in about two minutes, we're going to talk about soccer. And, uh, yeah, that's that's about all the time we got for that. Uh, anything else for the people out there? What's the, what's the soccer talk? Oh, that's after the podcast. That's about all the time we got left for it. Oh, gotcha. Oh, no, well, I'm excited for the, for the finals to start. It is cool with it being delayed. It's just going to be a shorter amount of time, especially with the Olympics, between basketball ending and football starting. So we're, we're making it through, had to deal with the pandemic. This is a nice little little bonus that we get. So more sports. All right. Phoenix is going to win tonight. Big prediction. Big blowout. Big blowout. Phoenix by 20. Ooh, okay. Early night. Yeah, early night. We're all sleeping in. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you, as always, for listening.
Well, little column A, little column B.